together. Um, I don't know about you guys, but we just by a show of hands, who's excited about our new family groups that we have in the church? I know I am. Um, it's awesome. I think it's just going to be an incredible time to get deeper, get closer, and I'm sure you guys have already been building those roots and, and planning and scheming of how you're going to make it great, uh, but I really just love uh, memories. You know, memories are an incredible thing, and um, we all have memories, right? We all, we all grew up at some point to be here today, uh, which is encouraging, because if not, it won't be encouraging, but um, it is great that we're all here, and we all have times that we remember, times that, you know, whether it was our college days, or our high school days, or, you know, whether it was waking up on Christmas morning as a little child, and just your, your face lighting up when you saw what Santa brought you, or maybe there was going on a vacation, going on a trip somewhere, and you got lost in the middle of nowhere, and you didn't know if you were going to survive, Wow. you did, and wow. you're here, you know, that, that's a memory, you know, um, so many different things. Maybe learning to ride a bike, or maybe the first time you got a pet in your household just was like joyful, you know? Um, there we go. Got, got one joyful guy right here. Um, but, you know, all of these things. You know, maybe the first time you went to see a concert of your favorite band, or, or the first time you went to see the Celtics or the Red Sox or the Patriots yeah. play. You know, you'll never forget that time because it was memorable. It, it stood out. It was different, you know, and today I want us to just kind of talk a little bit about memories, about looking, um, about reflecting just on our lives and how memories are a time where we can, we can just remember uh, what God has done, where he has brought us, and ultimately have a lot of fun, you know, and so uh, basically, you know, just want to lead into this, uh, this idea of what are memories made of? Well, it's spending time together. You know, it's uh, it's doing things together. Uh, and really, uh, it could be anything. It could be something simple. Uh, it could be something a little bit more thought out and planned. But the most important thing is, I love this quote, the best thing about memories is just making them. You know, Amen. however that looks for you. Uh, the cool thing about memories are it's, it's time. And everybody has time. Uh, Maybe you might be thinking, you know, I'm just not that fun guy that can make memories happen, or good memories anyway. Uh, but the, the encouraging thing is, you know, you don't have to be super talented to make memories happen. You don't have to be this exquisite, you know, experienced memory maker, you know. Like, you can just, just be yourself, you know, and just be, be somebody who really goes after it. Some of my biggest memories are... Just sometimes making mistakes with uh, go, driving and turning down the wrong road and seeing what happens, you know. Uh, that's, it, it wasn't planned, but I always remember it, you know. If, if you want to know more about that, just ask Coma at a later date. He'll share with you some of those memories. But, you know, uh, I think oftentimes, you know, uh, just taking a chance, just planning something, just doing something, you know, setting something on the calendar. You're making a memory right there, right there. You know, and so with that, I want Sarah to share a little bit about memories, and we're kind of going to go back and forth. So, Amen. So if you haven't noticed, we're going to say the word memories a lot memories. in this, so I hope Remember. none of you are counting. But, um, but some other words that I think of when I think of the word memories is 
fun, camaraderie, traditions, laughter, and all of these are really important. And as Brandon said, a lot of memories are built from your childhood and with your family, and I think that we have a really amazing opportunity with our family groups to build memories like that. And so growing up with my family, I had a lot of little traditions from camping every 4th of July to tree trimming at Christmas. and. One of my favorite memories um, was one that my mom started. Um, when I was growing up, we lived on 80 acres of land in the middle of Maine, and we had uh, four fields back to back, and we had a four-wheeling trail that like, connected all of them. And at the very back fields, there was this huge pine tree that had a bed of moss and a rock at the bottom, and it was really flat and big, and so it almost looked like a table. And so every April vacation, we would go out and walk out this trail and have a picnic at the big pine tree with the rock table. And living on 80 acres of land, you have to name everything so that you can actually orient yourself. So that was the rock table. Um, but even the year that it was pouring rain all vacation, like we still went out for our picnic. And it was under the tree, so it wasn't too bad. But even like cher cherishing those moments and even reminiscing on them now, like I feel so close to my siblings and my mom, and they're not even here, but just the memory of that makes me feel that. And so I hope that through this lesson that you can get inspired and get some ideas on how to implement that and promote that in your family groups um, and make some awesome memories. So, awesome. Yeah. yeah. You, know, uh, you know, we looked at just what are memories made of and just hearing Sarah share some of her memories from growing up. I know you guys can all think of them, but I think the biggest question that I want us to focus on today is why building memories is important. Um, and, you know, that's just something that I want us to touch on a little bit. And uh, that's a great memory. Uh, Octavia's going away party. Um, but, you know, why is it important? You know, and, and how does this even relate to the scriptures? Uh, because when we look at memories, we look at the gospel accounts, and they're a memory of Jesus' time here on earth, right? They're a memory of him walking, him talking, him healing, him instructing, him being God amongst the flesh. You know that, and, and John, and Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and, and they're, uh, the people that helped them write, those were people that were remembering the times that Jesus spent with them, just like we can remember the times that we've spent with each other, and hopefully can continue to do that in even greater ways. But if you have your Bible, we're going to look at two quick points, and then Sarah will come back up. Um, but the first reason is it builds unity. And Galatians 3, verse uh, 26, we'll turn there. Um, let's go. Galatians 3, 26. Um, yeah, and this is maybe a little bit of an untraditional passage when we think about memories, but it's, it's talking about this idea of unity. And there's a hundred... There's many scriptures on unity all throughout the Bible, especially in the New Testament. But in Galatians 3, verse 26, God's word, it says, So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. Neither, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male nor female, for all are one in Christ Jesus. You know, and I just want to stop there. But when I look at this passage, I see that, I just see the church being called, everyone is a child of God. Verse 26. Everyone belongs to God. Everyone grows up in the household of God. 
That's what a child does. It, if you're a parent, you know that you've raised children through your household, you know? And that's what we are in Christ, is we're the children. He's our father. No matter if you're 60, 70 years old, or you're a teenager or younger, in this family of, of believers, we're all children of God. We should all be learning from God. We should all be just gazing upon him, just eating up his word, trying to grow. But the cool thing about memories is when we do things together, we're, we're not separated. We're together. Does that make sense? When we do things together, we are together. And so I love this passage in verse 28. It says, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, slave nor free. There, there's, nor is there male or female, but all are one in Christ Jesus. And to be one, we got to be together. We got to be doing things together. We got to be implementing each other. We got to be thinking about each other. No matter what you know, ministry we're a part of or even family group we're a part of, just thinking, man, that's my brother in Christ. I'm a, I know he works all day, but let me call him on his lunch break and encourage him. You know? Or that's my sister in Christ. You know, let's, let's think of a way that we can do something so our family group will be encouraged if one member can't, can't make it for some reason. What can we do extra to, mm. to really pull them in? You know, unity is so important, and these family groups are just a great vehicle that we can really help people remember that we are all one in Christ, that we are all children of God. And so uh, with that, building memories, not only does it build unity, but it also it builds love and trust. And, and I'll add this other word called honor. So if you have your Bible, just turn to Romans chapter 10. Look at a quick verse in the book of Romans. But I'm sorry, Romans 12, 10. All right, Romans 12, 10, the author says, But be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Um, gosh. Devoted to one another in love. That's a, that's, a, that's a hard calling sometimes. You know, I don't always feel like being devoted to another person in love. Why? Because sometimes my sinful nature just wants me to love myself instead of loving others. I don't know if you guys can relate to me at all. Uh, it's so easy to think about self first, especially with the society we live in. Um, it's all about your schedule, your time, your job, your this, and it's... But where, where, where are other people in our life, you know, especially our brothers and sisters? And so being devoted to one another, a great way to do that is by doing things, creating memories together. Um, something I used to do before I was a, uh, a Christian is I used to watch football uh, a lot. I would watch it all day Saturday, and then I would watch it on Sunday, but after church, of course, because you're supposed to go to church when you're a kid that grows up in the church. Um, even if you don't want to, you got to go to church. Um, but, you know, I would just, I was religious with football. I, I, I loved it, but not one time did it come across my mind, man, maybe I should watch this game with somebody else. <laughs> not one time. And this was years of watching football. I don't know why. It, I mean, the thought came, let me grab some pizza, you know, or let me, let me eat something. But I never thought about including other people when I was watching football. I was just so into it. I was glued in. And 
I think now that I've learned what life is truly about, it's about God being number one, I've learned, wow, everything I do, it's how can I pull other people and make them feel loved? You know, the, uh, the Fowlers are an incredible couple uh, in the church, and they do an excellent job at pulling people in. Hey, we're going hiking. Hey, we're going this. We're doing this. Who wants to come? You know, and, and, and there you go. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so just having this idea of whatever we're going to do, let's, let's do it together and let's show love while we do it. You know, um, let's honor one another above ourselves. So we have to take, our, take a step back and say, it's not all about me. It's Amen. about others. And these family groups, making memories together is just an incredible practical way to do that. And we'll touch on practicals a little bit later. So Sarah's going to share a little bit. Uh, let's turn to Psalm 126. In verse 2 it reads, Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. We absolutely need laughter and fun in our lives. Um, we, de- we need it. And in Ecclesiastes 3, 4, it says, there is time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. Mm-hmm. Laughing reminds us to loosen up a little bit and let go of life's stresses and to not take life too seriously. Yeah. It has its up and downs, but there's no controlling those, so why not just laugh along the way? Having Kendra as a sister has always uh, been really funny, and she doesn't really separate the whole weeping and laughing thing. She just does it all at once, (laughs) whether it's good or bad. (laughs) Um, In fact, this one time when we were younger, uh, we all came home from school, and my brother and I, without her knowing, timed her laughing and weeping for 28 minutes straight for no reason. There was no reason. She was just laughing forever. Um... But it's my, my siblings have always done a really great job of, in their own way of showing me how to loosen up and have fun. Um, and most of the time it was through the random memories that we made, whether it was building forts out of tires or going snake hunting. Um, you know, we, these are memories that we've made. <laughs> um, and as siblings in this room, we need to be reminders of that to each other as well and to let go of those stresses and to loosen up. It also provides a sense of belonging and inclusion. And so let's go over to uh, Luke 19. Starting in verse 1, it says, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was so short, he he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. And so this is a really great example of how Jesus 
use this opportunity to include somebody else um, in what he was doing. Like, he could have gone and just done that with his disciples, like, times before, and there's a lot of different options he had, but no, like, he used this opportunity to include Zacchaeus, um, and I think that our family groups and building memories in those gives us a really great opportunity of including people in that as well. Mm-hmm. Invite your coworkers, invite your friends to the fun things that you're going to have planned because it's really hard to say no to fun things. Um, I think a really great example of this is Cody, actually. Um, he plans our Christmas party every year, and he does an amazing job figuring out all the pieces, and we always have a great time. We decorate a tree. We decorate uh, sugar cookies. But he also uses it as an example, as a way to invite his coworkers. And three of his coworkers came out to our Christmas party this year, and they had a blast. And they've come to game night since then. And we go into Hanford, and they know our faces. And it was just a really great way of Cody, like inviting them to a family group, like a family event that we were doing within our family, um, and it going really well. But. Um, <clears throat> I think not only is it including people, but when you are included, it also gives you this sense of belonging, whether the, for the people in your family group or the people not yet in your family group. I think it's important for both. Amen. When I first started coming to church here, I like to think of our little Gorham Bible Talk as a little family group because it was very consistent and it was very, um, yeah, that was my first experience of a family group, really. Um, And I have lots of memories of catchphrase, of tailgating barbecues, of first snowfalls, dumpster diving into Odwalla dumpsters. Um, We did a lot of crazy things. But it was those those memories that we built that made me feel like this was a place that I belonged. And I think as we try to share this with other people, I think that's really important for them to feel. Um, And so, yeah. All right. Um, Well... You know, I think we talked about what memories are, just doing something with each other. Talked about why it's so important. You know, it, it, builds, it builds trust, it builds unity, it builds love and honor. And, you know, it, it's also so important to have fun, you know. And it's, it, life's too, I don't know what they, what they say, but it's, life is, can be too discouraging to not make fun out of it. And ultimately, just including each other, being that safe place for each other that we talked about last midweek. Um, that's why building memories are so important. But now I just want to talk about how, you know, how, how can we build them? You know, you guys are, maybe you're looking at us like, man, you have all these pictures and all these crazy memories. Man, I, I don't have any of that. Uh, how do I do it? Well, it's, it's super easy. Um, anyone can do it. But the first thing I put is just brainstorm. Just think of things that, Look, include everybody in a fun way. You know, I've, I've kind of talked to different people throughout the church, different family groups, and I've already been hearing incredible fun stuff being planned. I mean, yes. oh, it's, I, this summer is going to be crazy in an incredible, awesome, encouraging way um, that you guys are already on board with this in a lot of ways. But just think of things. Think of things that you want to do. Maybe uh, things that you know other people like doing and just kind of create an event out of it, you know, and then... Uh, also, there could be deeper times, too. There could be times where it doesn't all have to be fun. It could be, let's just go and, you know, let's study out this book of the Bible together as a family group. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let, let's, let's read the book of Revelation around the campfire. You know, something like that to just really have a time that you're going to never forget. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's stay up uh, for hours and pray. 
even though we could be doing other things. Let's, let's, let's do that. Let's sing psalms together. Let's write our own psalms together and, and write them out as a prayer before God of what we want to grow in in our character. You know, it doesn't all have to be super fun and superficial. It could also be deep things as well. Mm-hmm. And we definitely want to have a, a good mixture of, of fun, but living according to the word of God and implementing God's word into our life. And so, you know, with that, I think for me, I'm not necessarily known for having a whole lot of fun. I'm one of the people that Sarah was talking about that needs to learn how to loosen up <laughs> and enjoy life, you know. Um, and if any of you know me, that's, that's something I'm working on. I'm, gr- I'm trying to grow in that. Um, and it's, it's so easy to do it with people like you guys, uh, part of my family. But, you know, I think by going to the people that are fun generators and saying, hey, what do you think would be fun? Um, and really, like, uh, just and not being afraid to make, make mistakes along the way. So that's, that's a few practical. Sarah's going to share a few more before we close out. Yeah, so I feel like all of these feed from the first one of brainstorming and really using the time with your family groups to, like, um, come up with some really awesome ideas. And so even as Brandon was just saying, using, like, maybe not everyone in your family group likes having fun or, like, not that likes having fun, but isn't good at it or isn't, you know, isn't their priority in life, even though it is important, as we talked about. Um, but you find the people in your family groups who are really good at that, who are good at planning, who are good at creative and coming up with ideas, um, Definitely consider other people's interests because when you're trying to uplift somebody else in an activity that they like to do, you automatically have fun and are uplifted too, which is great. And it's a very memorable time. And then think of doing events according to the season of time of year. We live in a place that has lots of seasons, and we're in construction season right now, so (laughs) activities are challenging. Um, But we definitely have a lot. It, It broadens the spectrum of the things that we get to do, and so really using that. And so this, at this point, we're going to get into some examples to hopefully spark some of the creativity. And so some seasonal activities are pumpkin carving, having snow fires, going to the beach, apple picking, and this is the Christmas party that I was sharing. So one thing I noticed when we were putting these together is that you guys are already really good at this because the surplus of pictures was not like it was not difficult to find them. So um, game nights, s'mores parties. Don't do a s'mores party if you don't have a fireplace. No, fire I'm not promoting that. Um, sports or athletic activities. Serving together, and there's so many options to serve. You could be serving food together. You could be serving one another, helping each other move, or you know, as just as Justin said, helping uh, you know revamp your house. Um, volunteering at a haunted walk, um, serving each other's families, um, millions meal, Habitat for Humanity. Um, yeah, some really interesting times here. <laughs> Hiking, camping, sharing meals, barbecues. List could go on. Um, watching movies and sports together, you'd yeah. be amazed of how I love the feeling of being able to go to somebody's house in my sweatpants and just watch a movie. I feel so much belonging when I can do that with people. <laughs> and so life is better when you're laughing. Amen. You know, and there's so many pictures, so many things we've already done. And, uh, you know, as we think about these memories and we reflect, 
on all the fun we've had in the past. Let's continue to make this year great. You know, let's continue to, to allow our spiritual family to, to feel like we are one in Christ together. And let's give our hearts. Let's, let's be real with one another and let's have a blast together. Uh, and so at this time, I just want to go to God in prayer. And then we're going to have a chance to kind of split up into our family groups. And if you don't know whose family group you're in, um, by now, just you could, you could talk to me or Glenn and we'll point you in the right direction. So let's pray and we'll have a good time to break up.